Spanish name. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime fruits basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're talking about episode 24, which is called Let's Go Home. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second to last episode. There's only one left. It is. Yeah. What are we, we going to do? We just have to focus on the manga. Say, take a break. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a break, like we did before. Well, that's definitely going to happen, but <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so this episode covered the same content as uh, chapters 32 and 33. And we talked about this in our episode um, 1617, which was called This Time Will Be Different. But there's other stuff in that episode that, w- that hasn't been covered by the anime yet. So if you're trying to stay spoiler-free, then don't listen to it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't do it. It's, it's a trap. <laughs> or do it. We're not your moms. I mean, whatever. Yeah, you can actually do whatever you want, but I'm just saying. I'm just here to deliver the information that, yeah. I think those episodes were both, they were well received, that's for sure. I think there was a lot of comments about them. So maybe after the series is done, depending on what gets covered next episode, I recommend going back and listening to them. But mm-hmm. yeah. So this episode opens with Kyo as a young child surrounded by people who are in shadow. And they're whispering. Rumors fly about his mother's death. Shut up, he thinks. And they continue to speculate and say things like, Poor thing, if she only if only she hadn't given birth to the cat spirit. Shut up, he says. It's not my fault. That's right, I understand, a man says. And it turns out that it's Shisho, the man that we met last time. He introduces himself to Kyo, and his name is Cosmo Soma. It's not my fault, Kyo continues to say over and over again. It's okay, Cosmo says, and he kneels next to Kyo. I understand. Kyo looks shocked, and then he suddenly starts to cry. Cosmo invites him to come and live with him, and then we cut to the opening credits. The really cheerful opening credits. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a little jarring, but whatever. Uh, after the credits, we open the episode, the rest of the episode, in Shigure's house. Everyone exchanges greetings with Shisho, and Toru serves tea, and Kyo grumps in the corner, as expected. <laughs> Shigure introduces Shisho to Toru and explains that Cosmo is Kyo's martial arts master, and he also taught Yuki and Kagura and Haru as well. He says that he's heard a lot about her, that she knows about the Zodiac curse, for example, and she's like, yes, and he's like, I see. Shigure assesses Kyo for not greeting Kazuma. They haven't seen each other since Kyo's mountain seclusion, right? He asks, aren't you happy to see him? And Kyo stands up to sass Shigure back, but sees Yuki and instead walks off. Shisho has to be pointed to Kyo's room and then takes off to find him. Shigure and Kagura chuckle and are like, that's so like him. Toru asks what they mean, and Kagura explains that Kyo is of course happy to see Shisho, but doesn't want to show his feelings in front of everyone, especially Yuki. Shisho finds Kyo in his room, standing at the window. Kyo apologizes for his rudeness, and then he suddenly turns, the gleam in his eye, and strikes at Shisho, who blocks. Shisho smiles back, and Kyo smiles too. Welcome back, Shisho, Kyo says excitedly, and Shisho ruffles his hair and returns his greeting. So we cut to downstairs, Kagura and Toru prepare food, and they chat. Shisho isn't one of the Zodiac but he is from the main family, Kagura says. Shisho's grandfather was the cat before Kyo, so he might be the one who best understands Kyo's situation. But it always seems like more than that, Kagura says, and we see an image of young Kyo training with Shisho. Like he really loves Kyo-kun as a real father would. A real father, Toru says, and then we transition back to Kyo's room. Shisho and Kyo chat. Shisho is back from his training journey. Kyo is excited that he might be able to return to live with him at the dojo. Shisho says that he is to continue living with Shigure, and Kyo is like, wait, you're breaking your promise? Are you scared of Akito too? It's not that. It's because I judge this place the best environment for you. Whether her living with you was coincidence or fate, he says, thinking of seeing Toru and Kyo walking together earlier in the day. Or, like, the last episode. <laughs> in our time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I saw you a week ago. <laughs> yeah, basically. If she can be a comfort to you, Shisho starts to say, but Kyo cuts him off. I don't like this place, he says, standing suddenly, fists clenched. It's like I'm sitting in a lukewarm bath and my skin's getting pruney. Sometimes, sometimes I hate it so much I can barely stand it. He looks away, and we see an image of Toru standing, surrounded by flowers, facing away as a breeze blows. I never asked to be comforted, he says. I hate it. I don't think that's it, Cosmo thinks. It's not hate. And then we cut to evening. The pace of this episode is also really fast, just like some of the other ones that we've seen before. Mm-hmm. So we cut to evening, the sun is setting, the kids all try to determine where Shisho and Kagura will stay for the night. Kyo grumps about it, of course, but they decide that it would be best for him to stay with Kyo. Especially because Shigure's room is a sty, it turns out. <laughs> like, they open the door and they're like, discover a bunch of garbage in his room or whatever. <laughs> Kakura goes off to ask if that's okay. Meanwhile, Toru talks to Kyo. She says that he must have a lot to talk to Shisho about, and he's like, not really. She also asks excitedly, 
Oh, yes, if it's possible, I would love to see you and Shisho-san do what you call going a few rounds sometime. <laughs> <laughs> and Kyo doesn't respond. <laughs> I love the way they phrase that, where she's like, I don't know what, what it is, but <laughs> yeah. I want to see you do it. <laughs> we cut upstairs to Kagura, singing about Shisho's futon, <laughs> where <laughs> she stops when she hears Shisho and Shigure talking outside, and we cut outside to the balcony. You can see clouds forming in the distance. Cosmo says, tonight I will remove it. I apologize in advance for the commotion it will cause. Oh dear, Shigure says. What made you decide this so suddenly? Today, when I saw how he looks at her, Cosmo says, remembering Kyo smiling at Toru earlier that afternoon. Slash last episode. <laughs> slash a week ago. <laughs> I thought perhaps... <laughs> Just imagine it like, took him a week to walk from like the sidewalk where they all were to the house. <laughs> well, he's not a... He's not Haru. <laughs> How did he get from there to Shigeru's house? A mystery. I thought perhaps that she stands a chance of opening his heart. And perhaps he will... Wait. Perhaps she will accept him. And perhaps she will accept him. Either way, I feel it's best to find out now rather than later. Shisho finishes. Kagura can be seen through the door listening in the background. Shigeru looks away and thinks, Even you choose to entrust everything to her? You can't be certain that it will succeed, Shigure says. Even if she does accept him, it's likely that Kyo will reject that. And this time, he may well break for good. He may come to despise even you. He may never smile at you again. Are you willing to bet on such long odds? We focus on Kazuma and cut to a memory of his. Middle school Kyo holds up a burnt fish as they sit together for a meal. And is like, <laughs> how did this even happen? Shisho, you're really not good at this. Yeah, Shisho says, I definitely need more training. And Kyo laughs. Even so, Shisho thinks in the present, I'll take my chances on her. We cut back to the hallway and Kagura has gone. And then we cut to a bit later, Kazuma asks for some of Toru's time that night, and then cut to later again, outside. Yeah. So there's like these two little scenes just in between. Outside, Kazuma meets with Kyo. Kyo complains about meeting outside. You know I feel lousy on days like this, he says. Kazuma says that his grandfather was the same. Could it be because of the cat spirit? Because your true form spirit hates the rain? Kazuma asks, as we focus on Kyo's bracelet. It's about time that you truly accept your true form, Cosmo says. I do accept it, Kyo shouts, and rain starts to fall. I accept that being born with the cat spirit meant my life was already over, and that's the rat's- it's his fault that he was the cause of all of this. We cut inside briefly and see that Yuki stands by the window. Cosmo remembers Kyo shouting the same thing as a child in the same place as, earlier, as the earlier scene uh, where they met. He yells at a man as Cosmo holds him back. I'll kill him, then I'll die too. Then you'll be satisfied, right? Tiny Kyo yells. Back in the present, Cosmo says, You haven't changed. Do you plan to keep living this way? Plugging your ears, closing your eyes, concealing everything beneath your hate for Yuki? Is that the only way you can sustain yourself? We cut inside again and see that Shigure sits in the dark, perhaps listening as well, and Kagura looks out of the window at them. And then, Shisho continues, And then do you plan to die like this, all alone, like my grandfather? And we cut back into Cosmo's memory again. He stands in a darkened room as a child. A hand, wearing the same bracelet as Kyo's, reaches out through bars and holds out something to him. We fade back to the present. You said you hate this place, Cosmo says, but that's not true. You're trying to run away. He grabs Kyo's arm and continues, You realize that the warmth from this lukewarm water comforts you. However, the truth is that you don't want your true form to be discovered. You're scared of what you'll lose if it's found out. You're just trying to run away from this uncertain situation. We see Kyo's panicked face and then focus on Cosmo's eyes. He looks determined. I'll take away your option to run, he says, and we will learn whether or not you'll lose what you found. Kyo, let's find out if your life is truly already over. Kyo turns. He suddenly sees Toru behind him. Cosmo covers his eyes and then removes his bracelet. It's all right, we hear a woman's voice say, and we see Yuki, like we flash back to Yuki Shigure, Kagura, and Toru again, and Cosmo. Because I love you, the woman, the voice continues. That's why I don't want others to see you. Nobody look at my child. The bracelet falls. Don't look. Don't look. Disgusting. We see a younger Akito saying. Then we focus on Kyo's eye. The orange iris shrinks and then expands to fill his whole eye and the shape becomes less human. Don't look! Kyo screams. Toru's umbrella blows away and then we fade to black. Um, we fade in from black and focus on the bracelet on the ground in the current, in the present. And then fade... And then it fade transitions to another time in the past. This is Kyo's true form. We hear... And then, so like the whole rest of the scene is it kind of as Kyo transforms, it's cut between two scenes: one in the past with Akito and Shigure, and then this one in the present. 
So in the present, Kiel falls to the ground, holding himself. His shirt tears um, as his arms get bigger and turn sort of like into monstrous arms with large paws. The scene is interspersed with another scene of Kyo's memory from the past. Young Akito and Shigure stand, um, with Shigure standing behind him, watches Kyo transforms. And Akito comments, his body is grossly misshapen. And what's that? What an awful smell. Like the smell of something rotten. We cut back to the present and Kyo's body has transformed. We see his head transform last. Like he's fighting the transformation almost. He struggles and groans. You can see like veins kind of like popping up on his face. His eyes are red and they're filled with tears. We see the last scene of uh, Kyo with Akito and Shigure in the past. And Kyo as a smaller looking kind of like monstrous form crouches before them outside. Shigure and Akito stand inside and we see smoke kind of rising off of Kyo's monstrous form. This is the cat spirit's true form, Akito says. And we cut back to the present. Toru looks down at Kyo, who's now fully transformed into a monstrous creature with like brownish, tannish skin, long gangly arms and wide paws, pointed teeth, and glowing orange eyes, probably most strikingly. Mm-hmm. Kyokun, she says hesitantly. It's disgusting, we see Akito saying in the memory. And then we see Kyo's human form, he grunts. And then we see Kyo in the present in his true form, and he jumps on the roof and then takes off into the woods. We see Yuki and Kakura again, and then cut to the woods. Kyo jumps through the trees. She saw me, she saw me, he thinks. It's all over. And the scenes show, like, his human form interspersed um, in some of the scenes, just like in the manga that when we read it. I'm done for, he thinks. Cut back to the house, and Cosmo explains that this is the other form that Kyo is hiding. Does it disgust you? He asks Toru, who stands still in shock. Does it scare you? Toru starts to run away, and Kagura, who was at the window, closes the curtains. Cosmo picks up Kyo's bracelet and wonders, will you comfort him for me? Toru runs through the woods and she trips over a tree root. She stops and vomits. A smell I'd never smelled, a form that I'd never seen, she thinks. Is that Kyokun's other form? What should I do? What's going on? She thinks of Kyo as his human self. I don't know what the right thing to do is. And she steadies herself against a tree, looking determined, but thinks and thinks, but, but, and we cut away to a lake below a cliff. Kyo sits on a rock. What's the matter? Did something happen again? We hear, and Kyo has a memory of his mother comforting him um, after the same incident we saw earlier. So like all these, the scenes that are kind of Kyo's memory of the past of this time he transformed and this time with his mother, it like goes sequentially through and is interspersed with stuff that's happening in the present. So we have this memory of Kyo uh, with his mother in the past. His mother comforts him. She, like, holds him kind of from behind. Kyoto, did Akito say something to you? It's all right, because I love you, she says. He remembers her putting his bracelet back on his wrist. Stop it, he thinks, and he slams his hand into the cliffside. It rumbles and it moves precariously, which was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough, he thinks dejectedly. And he looks back, as if he suddenly senses someone. Toru standing at the edge of the area, leaning against a tree. Kyokun, she calls quietly and timidly. Stay away, he yells. His voice is kind of like altered in his current monstrous state. So his whenever he speaks, it's this like monstrous voice. And whenever he thinks, it's like his regular voice, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Speaking with auto-tune. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> it's like auto-growl. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the auto-tune they use for like heavy metal music or something. Yeah. <laughs> He asks why she's following him like nothing's wrong. And she takes a few steps forward and he yells at her again. I said, stay away. What's wrong with you? Then we pan up as he stands, clearly taller than usual. So he is actually standing up, which he didn't really do in the manga. Um, And his form is dark, but his eyes continue to glow bright orange. Are you blind? Can't you smell? We both know that I'm creepy and sickening. He He shouts as she approaches. And she ends up crawling up because he's up on a hill. So she crawls beside him on her hands and knees. Why can't you just leave me alone? He he says. I don't need any of your pity. Please, please, no more. He thinks. Kyokun, but I. She says, and then remembers. He remembers his mother's words. I love. He strikes out at her so hard and hits her so hard that she flies off of the hill and into the lake. Get lost, he says, and we see his true form face and his and then his human face. You're annoying. I want you out of my sight. He yells. Toru fortunately pops out of the water, coughing, and she crouches in the water. We can see blood running down her arm where Kyo struck her. Next time I'll cut your face up, he threatens her and turns away. 
and Toru slowly walks away across the water. If I'm going to lose her anyway, he thinks, and we see his human form again, I'll hurt her so bad that she'll never forgive me. So bad that she'll never have to worry about me again. I'll wreck things so bad that she'll never want to look back. And we see Toru continuing to walk away. Kyo covers his head with his hands. I can't take it anymore. I'm sick of losing people, sick of pity, sick of feeling miserable, and sick of having things forced upon me. We transition back to the memory of him with his mother. No, honey, she says. You're as human as anyone else. And she holds his arm. He looks up at her. You just turn into that form for a bit because of bad magic. This is the first time that we see her face, also, in this one mm-hmm. memory. You turn back to normal right away, don't you? That proves it. It's alright, I'm not scared at all. Liar, he thinks. You were scared, weren't you? Isn't that why you check dozens of times every day to make sure the rosary was on? I'm proud to have you as my son, his mother says in another memory. Yeah, right, he thinks. Why didn't you let me outside then? We see another memory of Kyo's mother standing in front of the door, like between Kyo and the door. I won't let anyone see you because you're so adorable, his mother says, and he thinks. You were ashamed of me, weren't you? No, I love you, she says, and then we see her um, checking his bracelet again. I would die for you. Why was all? Why was that all you ever said? You never acknowledged the real me, he thinks, so why were you always proclaiming how much you loved me? We see a memory of the man that he yelled at before, saying, your mother loved you more than anything else, you know. Stop it. Don't force that love on me, he shouts, and we transition again to the present. I don't need it. I don't need it. Toru, who has almost made it to the other side of the lake, suddenly turns back, looking determined, and she runs through the water to him, tripping. She finally catches up to him, or back- she finally, like, climbs back up to him and holds his arm. Let's go home. We have to go back home, she says, and thinks, otherwise I have a feeling Kyokun won't come back home, won't come back to that house ever again. Um, and we see an imagined scene of Kyo outside of the front door of Shigure's house. The door slams really quickly and like eerily and quickly, sort of like with the same effect that was in that New Year's episode where they left her. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, it reminded me of that. Stop it, Kyo says. And Toru says, no. And he's like, don't you get it? And then he yells at Toru and, and she says, "I no, I don't. And he tries to shake her off, but she manages to hold on. He actually like lifts up his arm and like slams her into the ground. I'm scared, she says shaking right now even though i hear your voice it doesn't sound like you you're in a form i've never seen and it scares me but from now on i want to under i want to understand just like you listen to me when i'm discouraged she says crying she remembers him talking to her when she was sick in the last episode that we watched um and outside of her grandfather's house and an earlier one and up on the roof from now on i want you to share with me when you are we cut back to the present toru holds onto his arm and continues i want you to tell me when you're hurting or scared or feeling weak and let me worry about you, because I want us to keep living together. But the scene that we see transitions in close, and Toru, close to Toru, she continues, crying, and we can see her arm still bleeding. To eat, to study, and worry, all those things, I want to continue to continue to live life with you. It would have been fine if she didn't love me, Kyo says, suddenly back to his human form. Or if she was scared of me. Being scared would mean that she was looking at the ugly part of me. But mom used love to avoid looking at me, he says remembering his mother holding his holding him and then checking his bracelet over and over again i wanted her to think it through with me to worry with me to say that she wanted to live life with me he says and he cries he looks at toru and thinks i knew that it was stupid because nobody would ever say that to me i was sure of it but and then in slow motion he pulls toru close and as they embrace fully his hand tangled in her hair both of them cry toru he says toru the sun starts to come out this is how this is how you melt away the ugly feelings, he thinks, and dark thoughts inside of me, bit by bit. How is it that someone like you would be by my side? That you would cry for me? Why do I wish for it? I know I shouldn't. I know I don't have any right to. And we cut away, and we see Shisho um, holding Kyo's bracelet still, watching the sunrise. I know it's a mistake to be by your side, Kyo continues, and Shisho looks over and sees Toru carrying Kitty Kyo in her arms, and he smiles. So why can't I help wanting to treasure you this time to never leave you? I can't help wishing, Kyo says. And that's the end of the episode. Woo. Woo. (laughs) Just a little woo. I thought this was interesting, (laughs) this episode. (laughs) Most of the things in this I felt like were very similar to the manga, but there's a couple things that weren't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like there were a couple of things to me that were like noticeably different. One of them was how big Kyo's true form is. Mm-hmm. I think I felt like he looks like significantly bigger. I also felt mm-hmm. like he looked less like Digimon-y, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they're going 
like trying to make it much more monstrous and mm-hmm. i think it worked a lot of the times but not every time mm-hmm. um because like they had a lot more like aside from just how it looked and everything i really like that scene where he's like standing upright and most yeah. of the bodies in shadows that was with scary. the eye glowing that one that one worked really well yes um and i thought the voice worked pretty well too i thought so too and i think that works really well with the the part where Tori was like i know like i hear your voice i know it's you but it sounds so weird basically yeah. <laughs> or whatever yeah. she exactly says um, yeah exactly well i thought um to, to add on to what you're saying before you continue but like i thought <laughs> i thought that um the the other scene that works really well like kind of physically is when he first transforms and you mm-hmm. see his eyes like glowing like right mm-hmm. after like yeah. that was really i felt like it was a, a good and it was like kind of creepy as well yeah just the, the eyes in general they made them like really the striking and inhuman and mm-hmm. cool um, yeah and cool yeah i think they can do more with special effects now in mm-hmm. anime because yeah. i can't remember they're just kind of like purpley before but this is like there's a lot of like glowy effects like there's kind yeah. of like a like a ember effect too when he transforms which was kinda yeah cool yeah, and I like the, they really, like, dialed up the, like, body horror aspect of the transformation. Mm. So. Oh, yeah, the whole scene yeah. where the extended, so, yeah, it's like he transforms except for his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really creepy. Yeah, it's, it's really very, uh, uh, uncanny. <laughs> yeah, it's very, um, an American werewolf in London. Um. Yeah, that's not, it's not, the transition isn't like that in the manga. Yeah, I think it's pretty fast when it happens in the manga and, and in the first anime. Yeah, and more, like, seamless. Mm-hmm. Like, it was also kind of clear, like, the way... I felt like the way they animated it, the transition is, like, it happens in, like, parts. Like, first it's, like, his, his like, body, and then his, like, limbs, and then his head is last. So you can kind of see this, like... I guess you get the extended, like... I mean, body horror, yes. Yeah. An extended kind of, like, internal struggle, almost, mm-hmm. when you see his face transforming last, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's obviously, thing. like, you know, a painful process and everything. Yeah, it seems like they also really dialed up the painful aspect he like the whole so they do these like flashbacks between akito the the time with akito and he's a child and the present and they do that a couple of times while he's transforming but the whole time you hear him like like groaning the whole time Mm -hmm. so his like also his kyo's like voice in the in the present continues through the whole scene Mm -hmm. so there's this like undertone of him groaning while it's like transitioning between these two other times like this time and the last time or whatever yeah yeah i just thought that was into made it more intense for sure mm-hmm. yeah and they also like obviously made the true form like seem more powerful with like all mm-hmm. the damage it was doing which um that one i think had mixed results um yes but, uh, <laughs> I, I like the uh, yeah um i like when he like leaves the dent on the roof which uh, yeah. we get to add a bonus uh, damage to Shigure's house counter Ooh, for the anime. I, mean, um, <laughs> yeah. um, I like the dent in the roof, and I like the when Toru comes back when he like flings his arm and she's yes. like still hanging on. I think that worked well, but I think like the like, he, like tossing her into, into the lake, lake was kind of silly looking. <sighs> it was silly. It was too <laughs> much. Yeah. Also, she like stands up, and it's like if she had if he had flung her from that height, she would definitely be dead. Like she'd have yeah. a broken neck because yeah. then she stands up. It's not like she's yeah, because like really shallow like, water. Yes, I expected her to like swim, but she's like mm-hmm. kneeling on the bottom and she walks across the bottom. Mm-hmm. So like it's like barely a lake. I was like, oh, that's not what I expected. Like physically, yeah. it's not what I expected to happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, this is yeah. the second time. I'd say the other like really egregious, like weird like thing, physical thing happening was when like uh, Toru was up on the roof talking to Ritsu and she like almost falls off the roof instead of instead of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like this is even worse, but I was like, yeah. this, that was like over the top, these two like over the top, like action things that didn't really need to happen. Yeah. It's enough that he hurts her. Even, like it's yeah. enough. <laughs> I think they could have made it work, but just the way it was animated was a little silly. Like, yeah, it was a little. How she just kind of like goes flying across the screen and then like bloops into the water. It's just kind just... of like ragdolls into the water. <laughs> yeah. Like head first. Yeah. Almost as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't get thrown back. She gets like flung into the air. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. <laughs> yeah, the one, yeah, the mm-hmm. one where he tries to kind of like shake her off and she holds on is better. Mm-hmm. I think it just it's it's I don't know because they made him so much bigger and more powerful. It seems like it would be difficult for her to hold on to, but then she yeah. she's able to. So mm-hmm. although maybe yeah, but he I think because they made it more like it was more like a surprise kind of like like when she grabbed on, he more like kind of surprised and like turned over and like flung his arm. So it was less like he was like aggressively trying to yeah shake her off so i think it worked for me for that mm-hmm. one but yeah. yeah yeah but the other one i think is kind of over the top mm-hmm. and it's i like i don't know like i said it's aggressive enough that he 
he injures her, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you have to have him like, fling yeah. her out? Yeah, and um, I do like like how you see like the blood running down her arm. I think that yes. was a nice effect. I think they've done a better... There's more just like... Mm-hmm. Like, gore isn't really the right, right word, but the mm-hmm. physical, like... People's injuries have been dialed up. We've seen that before in this yeah. anime. Actually, yeah, and there's the opening uh, <laughs> scene. There's the opening scene of... Um, I remember some people when they first showed the when they did the screenings for the um, the first episode, and there's like the blood running into the street, that's mm-hmm. like implied that it's from uh, Toru's mom's car accident. Yeah. yeah, and like I remember people seeing that and being like, "Oh shit!" Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like they've done the in this show they've amped up some of the like those types of violent yeah. aspects in a good way. I think actually in a more like. I don't know if it's a realistic way, but in a way that I think is more in line with like the tone of the series or helps yeah. in the tone of the series. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we yeah. constantly see her arm bleeding throughout the rest yeah. of the scene, which is good, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I say overall a few missteps, but I do think they did a good job of making the true form like more intrinsically horrifying. Yeah. Because like we more you know monsters. we joked about how it was a little silly looking in the manga. But, uh... <laughs> it's also looking in the manga and the first anime. I feel like um, yeah, I feel like it looks more. All along the same lines, but somehow a little bit more like yeah. monstrous instead of mm-hmm. corny. Yeah, I guess there's a really fine line. <laughs> yeah, it, there is. I mean, that's why they always say like in horror movies, don't show the monster. So yeah, <laughs> it's really easy to <laughs> cross over into silly with any kind of like monster design. So it's true. It is scary if you don't show it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. And yeah, you're right. But I think some of I do think some of the actual like visual effects or like special effects helped with that too. Like the glowing eyes, yeah, makes it really creepy. And the scene where he's shown standing up also makes it really creepy. There's mm-hmm. something about that that's even more. It's like, uh, it is kind of like a, I don't know. I haven't actually seen American Werewolf in London because I'm a terrible person. But like, oh. it's got it's a really great of... uh, practical effects uh, transformation scene. So nice. You can probably look up just that without having to watch the whole movie. Which, probably. I mean, not having to. It's a good movie, but. <laughs> Well, maybe I should watch it. It's anyway. a time commitment. <laughs> October's coming up. Maybe I can like watch it for Halloween or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but like, it's like a practical effect, and it's like slowly done. Where like you see like the, the like limbs lengthening and transforming, and he's like obviously cool. painful and stuff. So it's like a really classic like painful werewolf transformation scene. So <laughs> it actually kind of reminds me. I mean, of a movie that both of us have seen. It reminds me of like Harry Potter, where uh, whatever. I don't know if this. I don't know if I should spoil Harry Potter in this, but there's a werewolf. So like in that scene, where he's. <laughs> he's running around like when he stands up it's it's kind of similar like it looks like mm-hmm. this like it's like you're standing in a human way like on your back legs yeah. but then it's uncanny because he looks different like he looks mm-hmm. like a animal rather than a human yeah kyo specifically i mean also in harry potter but mm-hmm. <laughs> also in, i'm sure in other movies as well but yeah that specific scene and also he's so much taller than her and she has to like climb up this hill to get to him she's so much like mm-hmm. His physical strength and his form gives him that much more power over... In, he's in control of this, like, situation, I guess. Yeah. Until he gives in to her feels. Mm-hmm. Did you watch... You only watched the, the sub, right? I watched the dub. Oh, you um, watched the dub? How I was sort it of half, I sort of half-watched the dub. Okay. When I watch the dub, I usually, like, I watch the sub where I have to pay attention because I have to read it, and then I, like, watch the dub and am kind of doing other things at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it worked really well. The, you know, voice acting and emotion was good. Good. I didn't notice any like big changes in the dialogue. No, I felt like um, mm-hmm. I feel like the subtitles had some some of the things I think we should talk about probably were some of the maybe changes to how the subtitles were interpreted or something. Like I didn't actually check the original dialogue, but I mean the original translation is not exactly the same. So mm-hmm. maybe we can talk about that. But like I just wanted I, I wanted to ask you about the voice acting specifically. So yeah, it was good. I think it was it was nice. It's it good. Hit the, hit the good emotional notes that it should have. Yeah. I felt the same way about the sub. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like basically the whole time the tour is there at the end. She's like has this this like crying voice, and it was I thought it was really well done. Like to the mm-hmm. point where I was like, oh wait, when did she start crying? Like yeah. I had to go back and start listening to it. So yeah, mm-hmm. and like she's not even you can't even see her face. It's from like really far away, but you can tell. So mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I thought that, that was good. And not even though there's some like crazy stuff in the animation, I felt like the voice acting wasn't overdone. Like the voice acting is really yeah, it's very. Grounded in, you know, real emotion. Mm-hmm. Kyo's lines are all really good. I felt like he, he has a really good, like he's trying to be, you know, he's trying to be scary and like yell mm-hmm. at her and stuff to get her to go away. 
um yeah like he says but then his internal thoughts are all like really just like desperate sounding yeah. mm-hmm. and also like in contrast to that just how happy he sounded when he was first talking to Kazuma mm-hmm. in his room like I don't mm-hmm. think we ever heard him that happy in the series and I don't really, think so like, kind of like awe <laughs> yeah. right before everything goes terrible <laughs> yeah I think like the yeah that was definitely a high emotional note <laughs> in the episode so I think they the acting the voice acting was done really well there and then mm-hmm. he's like immediately betrayed when he's like, yeah. uh, "You can't." I, I think that you should keep. Cosmo is like, "I think you should keep living here or whatever." Yeah. And he kind of goes back to sulking the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we talked about it like when we did the manga chapters, but just like how kind of childish it is. We how like childlike he sounds when he's like, "You're breaking your promise." I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like you said you were gonna do this thing, and it's like, well, <laughs> sometimes things happen. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's a very cute thing to think he was yeah. holding on to that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so I guess just to, like, <laughs> backtrack a little bit and just summarize <laughs> the things that we learned. So, like, because we do that. So, the we learned, of course, that Kyo has this, uh, or the person who's possessed by the cat, not just Kyo, because we also talked about Cosmo's grandfather, who was also possessed by the cat. Mm-hmm. There's this other form that they tor- turn into that is this monstrous form, um it's controlled by the bracelet that Kyo wears. So if you, if you're one of the people who hasn't read the series or watched it before or whatever, like we can tell. Yeah, that's yeah. why there were all these significant bracelet shots. Yes. The series. Yeah. Especially last mm-hmm. episode. Cause it was building up mm-hmm. to this. Um, so the bracelet is the bracelet kind of controls that it keeps him from turning into that thing. Um, or into that form. We also know that there was an incident. So we saw this, so we saw a couple of memories memories and like flashbacks were used really heavily in this episode one of the ones that we saw is of kyo's time with his mother so his mother was constantly we only saw her face that one time so most of the time her face isn't shown um mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of scenes like they showed that scene of her checking his bracelet like a bunch of times like there's like a, a successive she checks his bracelet a bunch of times and that was one like chunk of animation and they showed it like three or four times like it was showed a lot mm-hmm and then also um, some other times, like her standing in front of the door, which I don't think was in the, I don't think was in the manga. So it co- mm-hmm. was really sh- surprising to me or whatever. It kind of like stood out yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. It's like she physically stopped him from going outside. Yeah. Yeah. I think that worked really well in contrast to her, like, you know, kind of like, like desperate. Yeah. Like desperately, like friendly way of talking to him Mm -hmm. like oh you're just so cute i don't want to let anyone see you while like physically standing Standing in front front of the door door. yeah 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 physically standing in front of him for sure (laughs) so we also saw scenes of his mother's funeral so we can tell from like the um the thing all the things that people are whispering like oh she only hadn't given birth to the cat or whatever like poor her they say that it was a suicide or whatever mm-hmm. so we see these scenes that's when Cosmo introduces himself to little Kyo so we saw that memory um yeah. and that actually happened a little later in the in the manga oh does that happen in the chapter yeah. after this one yeah actually okay. I checked it because I checked for something else but I happened to notice that that was, that's actually at the start of the next chapter when, okay because, that makes sense it's kind of interesting yeah, so they interspersed it, but it felt very natural there. Cause yeah, I think it, yeah, that's it. why I didn't realize it until I was checking for something else. I was like, oh yeah, that happened afterward. Because but... mm-hmm. it all ties into all these things that he's saying, which I think is, I think the, so like the stuff that he says, well, there's, there's some other memories, but the stuff that he says at the end is all about his mother. So it kind of ties into that better, I guess. Yeah. Instead of like that scene where um, he, he transforms back from his true, whatever, from the true form to his human form. He says all these things like, oh, I wish my mother had acknowledged that this is the way that I am or whatever. And so mm-hmm. that almost kind of like sets up those things in the later chapter. But now it's like yeah. they had them first, which makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. Or like it kind of, I don't know, it builds up to it in a better way, I think, yeah. a stronger way. The other memory of, that we have that's running throughout this is a time where Kyo um, transformed in front of Akito and Shiguri was also there. Mm-hmm. Which I always find to be really interesting. I think we talked about that a lot when we talked yeah. about this in the manga. It's like, why was Shiguri there? I don't know. It's not really explained as of yet. Yeah. Or, like, why did Akito even see his true form? It looks like they, like... What it looks like is that he was, like, brought there because nobody else is there. It's just, mm-hmm. like, Akito and Shigure. It's not, like, something that happened. Like, doesn't seem like something that happened, like, accidentally. Yeah. And we see, like, the brace... 
the bracelet in Akito's hands. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it seems like Akito, like, deliberately... Like, pulled it off. And the way he's like, oh, so this is Kyo's true form. Like, he Mm -hmm. deliberately, like, brought him here. I don't know, just because he was curious. Curious? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Something like that, for sure. Mm -hmm. We still haven't heard Akito's voice acting that much. This is, like, one of the... Another just a little time (laughs) where Akito is there. But also it's, like, little Akito is a kid. Which is also interesting Mm -hmm. to note. So, yeah, so it's interesting that Shigure already knows about this. Because then mm-hmm. also we saw some other people. So, like, Kyo transforms. In the present, Kyo transforms. And, like, Kagura's watching. Yuki's, like, by the window. And Shigure mm-hmm. is shown, which I think is interesting. But it looks... I don't know if mm-hmm. he's, like, listening. If it's implied that he's listening. He's, like, sitting in the dark in his office. Yeah. Could just be, like, brooding over what he knows is happening. But, yeah. But ignoring <laughs> since it. Since Kazuma actually, you know, told him what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and I think Kagura there was... Too. Yeah, there's something I took a note of is it seemed like there's more emphasis on the, the people like listening and watching. Yeah. That scene, because we see like, like in the manga, we just see at the end of the conversation between Kazuma and Shigure that Kagura is listening, but we see mm-hmm. her actually like stumble on the conversation. And then leave. Like she yeah. listens to it and then walks away. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of emphasis on her being there. Yeah. And like we saw her like watching throughout the whole transformation scene in the manga. Mm-hmm. But Yuki, we only saw at the very end. Mm-hmm. And so it's not clear, like, how much he saw or heard. Right. It was, like, almost, like, not like an afterthought, but, like, he's, yeah, it's not clear if he just kind of, like, was listening at the end or not. But in this, we saw that he was there the whole time as well. Yeah. And I thought his, like, how he's shown is kind of interesting because he's sort of, like, standing near enough the window to be, like, listening to it, but he's not facing the window Mm -hmm. until the very end. Mm -hmm. Where, I'm not sure if he's facing it at the end, but, like, the blinds are up at the end. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not clear how much he's... I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that he heard everything, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. And he's also deliberately standing there. Like, he, none of them look comfortable. They're all, yeah. like, <laughs> Kagura standing at the window. Yuki's, like, standing there. So. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Toru comes out at the end, too. Yeah. Um, it was also interesting that, like, I think in the manga and the original anime, like, Kyo doesn't... Does Kyo see that she's there before he transforms? I forget. He does. They made it, like, kind of less obvious. She, like, in this one, she's coming up behind Kyo, and mm-hmm. in the manga, at least, she's coming up behind Kazuma, so he, like, sees, right, her, he sees her over her. his shoulder. Right. But in this time, I kind of liked how, around. like, he had, I can't remember what, what Kazuma said right before, but something about, like, like indicating that he was going to, like, you know, make sure she knew or whatever, and he kind of, like, his eyes widen, and he, like, turns around, like, you, mm-hmm. like, suddenly He's... realized the implication there, and that yeah. it's probably... she was watching. It's probably like, he's like, I'm going to take away that choice for you or something. Yeah, something like that. But I'm going to look. Oh, he says, let's find out. Yeah, let's find out if your life is truly already over. And then he like Mm -hmm. turns around and sees her and then transforms. Yeah, and has to like, we'll see whether you'll lose like what you have here or whatever. Something like that. The other thing that was kind of interesting was like, I felt like in the, in this, it seems like he just covers his eyes, but in Mm -hmm. the... In the manga and in the original anime, there was, like, a slap, like, sound effect yeah. where he, like, slapped his face physically, mm-hmm. which I don't think is implied in this version. Yeah, because it's, like, I think it kind of combines with Tor coming up behind him instead, because he, like, mm-hmm. turns his head to face her, and so he's already kind of in that, like, turned-away position. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be and distracted, then, I guess. Yeah, and then he, like, covers his eyes and takes him out, rather than it being, like, like he was, like, pushing him back at the same time. Yeah. There's a really interesting discussion about this on this scene, that specific part on Tumblr, which mm-hmm. I was avoiding reading until now. But now I can read it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they were specifically like talking about how that can be interpreted. Mm-hmm. I should put a link to that. Um, I'll send it to you too because it was a lot of people had really interesting opinions about like why, why, Cosmo covers Kyo's eyes. Like, what is the symbol? Like the symbolism of that mm-hmm. <laughs> specifically. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I do think the use of flashbacks is really interesting, and I like the way that it, like, it starts with Kyo's, the one with Kyo's, like, Kyo's mother's dead at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, it kind of goes through, one thing that we talked about when we talked about these chapters is also the structure of the, like, memories and flashbacks, which was different yeah. because different content was covered at the same time, but um, this is interesting because it takes that, so it starts with the, the flashback of her, of her funeral, and then when he transforms and it kind of like goes all the way through the scene where he transforms or like this memory where he transformed to Akito and then his mother like found him and comforted him 
and then like the aftermath or what feels like the aftermath of that or things that he remembers from being after that time where she checks his bracelet all the time and all this other stuff and that builds up to the final thing that he says at the end of the episode to Toru. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I can't remember if it's that different from the manga, but I like kind of the progression of, like, how the flashback has, like, kind of the transformation and then, like, his mother reacting to it, like, with denial or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the, like, present day one, which is, like, the transformation, which leads up to Toru, like, you know, reacting honestly with, you know, fear and acceptance and everything. Mm -hmm. So the kind of direct contrast of those two. Yeah, I think in the manga... Like, I know we see all of that similar. for all of that. Yeah, I yeah. know we see all that together, but I think just how, like, the slight changes to the dialogue Yes. Um, at the yeah. end with Kyo, it kind of makes it more of a complete direct comparison between the two, which it, yeah. is nice. Yeah. It makes it clearer, because in the... So I went back and looked, because I was like, that's very direct, <laughs> like, what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I looked at the um, the dialogue, at least from the chapter, that from the manga that we read. Mm-hmm. And it's very, like, it's, like, um, a little bit different, so... Yeah, it's, like, the same gist, but he's, like, talking directly to Toru rather than talking about his mother. Right. He's, like, you being, you being scared is proof that you're actually looking at my ugliness, but, like, this is, like, that's what he says in the manga. Mm-hmm. Where, as opposed to saying to her... Uh, Impos is saying in the anime, he says, um, it would have been fine if she uh, was scared of me. Being scared wouldn't mean that she was... Being scared would mean that she was looking at the ugly part of me, but mom used, used love to avoid looking at me or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, he... And then instead, in the manga, he's like, oh, do you really think it was just enough to to talk like you loved me? So, like, they're kind of... Mm-hmm. This, they're very... It's all the yeah. same idea, but the It kind of feels like... Yeah, it kind of feels like the manga made, like... The stuff with his mother subtext and the anime mm-hmm. kind of made the stuff with Toru more subtext. subtext. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It becomes more about yeah, because he's more mother. like like in the manga, yeah. he's talking like to Toru like you did did it this way and it's good with the yeah. implication that his mother didn't do it that way, which was bad. Yes, and in the anime, it's more like his mother didn't do it this way, which was bad, bad. and with the implication <laughs> that the way Toru did was good. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah for sure. I think that changes it. I mean. It's about him and his mom rather than him and Toru being different than Toru being different from his mom. Mm-hmm. Does that, I don't know. Yeah, I think he just kind of like tries to make it more of a coherent like yeah, like arc about being accepted kind of thing. I guess so. Yeah, like a one episode kind of little arc about that kind of thing, which I mean it does like feed into what Cosmo says at the beginning about like when we're talking about like if she'll accept him or not and mm-hmm feel like reject that acceptance and everything so yeah so yeah i don't know i agree with you though that that i agree with you about that because it brings Mm -hmm. all those by bringing those some of those memories into this like part of the story it makes it cohesive it makes his reaction more of a like the culmination of that rather than Mm -hmm. the setup for that yeah what gets talked about after in the Mm moment Yeah, like, I think part of it is kind of a consequence of them, like, making it a one-episode thing, mm-hmm. which I think was the right choice, because I don't think it's really enough happening to fit two episodes. Yeah, I think in the original anime it was two episodes, but there's a lot of filler there's, time. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff, like, her, yeah. like running into Uo and Hana. Oh, and yeah, Hana, I like, about that. Hana, like, rugby-tackling Uo several times. <laughs> tried like... to... Oh, you reminded <laughs> so... me, I tried to block that out of my memory. Yeah, so... yeah because, like... And Akito's there. <laughs> and yeah. So um, many things happen. <laughs> yeah. And, like, as far as, like, actual stuff that actually happens, there's not really a lot. Like, Cosmo comes by, takes off Akito's bracelet, they run into the woods, and then they come back. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's all, like, it's all emotional, internal stuff. And you yes. can do that fast. And you can do that faster in a animated series yes. than in a manga. So we've talked about that before, about how they can... Yeah. They can like, overlay... Inter- inter- yeah, they can overlay dialogue and internal thoughts with imagery so it probably took me longer to describe the scene where he transforms than the actual amount of time in the scene mm-hmm. because i have to say like and now we see akito and akito says this and now we see like this thing and this happens yeah. like yeah, yeah and like do it so much faster yeah because i mean humans humans process visual input very quickly yeah so you don't have to dedicate very much time for someone to be able to process that that is on my screen and is happening mm-hmm. as opposed to like having to you know dedicate like a whole page of a manga to to something yeah i think that, that that was done very effectively yeah in general mm-hmm. and so yeah, i think by keeping right. it keeping it to one episode it <laughs> does kind of 
they tried to create like a like single episode arc mm-hmm. also yeah so the but yeah so i do think i think it, it all fits into one episode mm-hmm. and it was a good choice it's yeah. long like the last scene extends into the credits but mm-hmm. yeah that's the thing i like that they I do like when i always like that in a series where it's like they start playing like credits music either like end credits music over the like cool down stuff like this or when mm-hmm. like there's a awesome like badass scene and they start playing the opening credits <laughs> scene and you're like oh my god but <laughs> yes yeah i enjoy i enjoy use of credits credits music in like in actual show. shows <laughs> yeah. these this one is especially good too because like the lyrics are all like uh about kind of like about moving forward with your life and stuff like that so it was mm-hmm. good it was a good fit for this scene as well which yeah. is nice i felt mm-hmm. it's all like spread your wings don't look back <laughs> 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 spread your metaphorical wings yeah. and it kind of it ends in the same place as like the manga chapter does so yeah the next episode is called like uh oh did I even write down summer will be here soon yeah it's like it's almost summer or something yeah, something like that <laughs> so yeah I don't know it'll be interesting to get to see what will be included in that yeah I think. <laughs> oh I have one other weird funny comment to say which is like Kagura sings about getting Shisho's futon and I'm like people sing about a weird bunch of weird things yeah. in this series that's the second time in like two episodes <laughs> I feel like I've seen that in a few anime where the character's just kind of like singing what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> like we got sure walking in the hall so she's singing to herself about Shisho's futon <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean I don't know I feel like I sing songs to myself Seems realistic. I approve. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, do, I do too. <laughs> it's where all the best parodies come from. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so do you have any other non-spoiler things to say then? I don't think, I think so. so. Okay. Okay. Well, good. Very good. <laughs> I think that's it for now. So next time we're going to be talking about the last episode of the first season. Ooh, Ooh. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. I don't know. And then we get to focus on the manga again. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you enjoyed talking about the anime sometimes, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's very similar, and it's like, well, I don't know what we're going to say this week. Yeah. <laughs> this one had some interesting... I think the main difference is, like, the visual effects and then some of the dialogue mm-hmm. um, made things a little bit... have a different lean. It was just all the same stuff, all the same things happened, but... Yeah. I think... We've seen it before where the dialogue, maybe the translation or something, makes things you can interpret it in a slightly different way or maybe it's a little bit clearer how how it's supposed to be linked to other things that are happening i guess mm-hmm. um so i feel like that happened but other than that i don't have any other significant comments yeah oh the sound was good too these a lot of mm-hmm. we got some new like dark music i felt <laughs> mm-hmm. and then some of the scenes where it's like silent they use silence really well again in some of the scenes i can't remember something off the top of my head but and of course, like this, the last scene playing out over the credits, we both liked. I like that yeah. too. So, yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, last episode. It's going to be a good time. Woo. Who knows what it'll be about? None of that, whatever it was, probably wasn't in the <laughs> last anime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think. Unless, well, there's a couple of things that were in the last anime that haven't yeah. been done yet, but. <laughs> it's just like a shot for shot remake of the original <laughs> anime's finale episode. <laughs> Where it's like content. I feel like the original anime is like famous for not having this. Because the, like the, the series wasn't done yet. So there's just like a random mm. like end that wasn't in the manga. So <laughs> that would be funny too. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well. On that note, <laughs> as I was saying, Top Gear, like on that bombshell, <laughs> it's time to end. <laughs> what do you think the crossovers of Top Gear fans and Prima fans? Probably really low. <laughs> yeah, it's not even at least two because I'm not a Top Gear fan. Well, so. I don't know if I would describe myself as a Top Gear fan, but I sure have seen a lot of it on TV when other people were watching TV. So <laughs> I have not. I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a show that exists. Yeah, it barely exists anymore. <laughs> yeah. Since one of the hosts like punched someone in the face, which is awful. <laughs> so dumb. Anyway, it's all great. <laughs> Listen. We'll see you next time for more anime. Bye-bye. Bye. Yes, so spoilers. We're back to talk about spoilers. Um, definitely wasn't just talking about Jeremy Clarkson punching someone in the face. <laughs> <laughs> there was a brief scene of, Kyo- of Cosmo's grandfather, who was previously the cat. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the 
Cat's room was really intense compared to like before to other times mm-hmm. that we've seen it in the manga or in the old anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very obviously uh, locked away. Like yes, <laughs> instead of being like a a window with like bars, it was like prison bars, like old school style. Mm-hmm. Um, which was interesting. Yeah, and you could like see a lock on them and everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that was intense. It was really dark, mm-hmm. scary. As some of the other things were yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Like, I think at this point in the manga, all we saw was, like, one panel of, like, a hand coming through a window or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they even showed the room, like, the cat's room yet. Yeah. Like, the one... I can't remember what, which, which part they show it in, but they have that one, like, kind of preview. There's that one preview panel of it, and then it doesn't come up until, like, the chapters that we were just reading that yeah. he's going to be locked away, so... Yes, so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Spoiler-wise, I felt. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I had written down. Although I just mm-hmm. looked at the notes, and there's something I forgot to mention for non-spoilers. But no, what was it? <laughs> um, just that I don't think they had it in the manga, but they had like in the early scene when they're all sitting around, where Kyo like grabs his wrist and kind of like, covers his bracelet. Yeah, which I just thought it was a nice little touch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking at the beginning, I can't mm-hmm. remember what I can't remember what said to like trigger that. It might have been like. When Cosmo's asking Toru, like, oh, you know she knows the about the curse or whatever, yeah. But yeah, it was in that scene where they're introducing themselves, right? Yeah. Or they're introducing him, rather, and, like, reading him. Yeah. Like, she showed what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's also very standoffish in that part, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it'll be interesting. So next time is, is going to be, uh, oh, like, yeah. it's like summer's almost here or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we called it something different both times, I yeah. think. Summer going... will be here soon, yeah. is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know what that's... I don't know what conversation that's a reference to, actually. Yeah, I think it's like, Tori sure what... saying it. Yeah, it's Tori saying it. I'm not sure what direct conversation it is. I know, like, she and Yuki talk about Summer in the in their con- one of their conversations in the chapter directly after the True Form arc, but mm-hmm. I don't know if she says that directly. Oh, okay. In our old episode notes, really quickly. Just gonna, we're just gonna cut straight to the beach arc. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Momiji being like summertime. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did actually. They cut a bunch of things in between. Mm-hmm. So, um, or not cut, but sorry, they added a bunch of things that were in between. Yeah. Like like Ritsu, Hana's backstory, Uo's backstory. All those things, almost all of them happened before the beach arc, mm-hmm. and they've already been done. Um. Yeah. Hero, too. Hero, right. I mean, there's not a lot of, like, plotty stuff that actually happens between the True Form arc and the Beach arc, really. Well, we meet the student council, which we haven't met yet. Yeah. There's, like, I have... <laughs> it says, the, the chapter after the True Form arc is, like, quote-unquote, some Yuki stuff. Toru and Yuki go yeah. to the Yame shop, and we introduce Mine. Oh, yeah. That's... Then there's Hero, then there's the bathing suit, there's the... Makoto, like this Yuki fan club, Ritsu. There's like a scene. There's the episode, not the episode. The there's the chapter where like Yuki talks to Yame in the garden. That happens. Mm-hmm. The haunted house and student council, and then Kareno Onuo. Uh, and then which hasn't been covered. Hana's backstory was covered. Yeah. Toru goes to visit Shisho. The hat is revealed, and then they go to the beach. So there's a couple things that mm-hmm. still haven't ha- haven't been covered yet by the anime, which I think is too much to cover in one episode. But yeah. Some of it you um, could. Yeah, but I mean, they were, they're already talking about summer, like, at that point in the Yeah, it's because they skipped ahead but... to, like, uh, well, they also showed the um, the bathing suit one, where they're like, it's yeah. summer now in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Longest summer ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, even, like, right after the True Form arc, they're talking about, like, summer coming up, so. Yeah. It, well, at the, mm-hmm. even at the beginning, that was, like, it was all set up because Toru was like, oh, do you like summer? Kyo, do you like summer? And then she looks back, yeah. and he's, like, standing on the other side of the road still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have that little conversation before as yeah. well. And I think, like, like some of that stuff happens in the summer, like uh, like the visiting Shisho mm-hmm. happens in the summer. I think even maybe the Uo and Kareno stuff happens in the summer. It all happens in the summer. That all yeah, happens so... after the... Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a long summer. So, yeah, <laughs> I imagine it'll just be, like, kind of, like, follow-up and laying some groundwork kind of stuff in the next episode to, like, foreshadow stuff from the next season. Mm-hmm. I imagine it won't be anything like really significant. I don't think so. But like you, so one thing that was kind of 
interesting is like the amount of times that like Yuki was shown and Kagura were shown like they showed the same scenes in them over and over again like it's repeated mm-hmm. so like it's obvious it was it was obvious that both of them were listening during the manga but I think it's going to be even more obvious so they might have some of that stuff from that chapter after of like Yuki's stuff yeah they'll probably bring back the hat I, I bet mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe they'll have like Toru being like <laughs> saying like she wants herself Kagura feels or whatever stuff like mm-hmm. that yeah like i wouldn't be surprised if the like it'll be summer soon is like one of the last lines or something from the next episode yeah i mean they did that recently too with like cosmos showing up and saying you look well that was like the very last the very line last of the line. previous yeah. episodes so. the i think like they talk about summer again yuki and toru talk about summer again in their conversation um like at school the next day mm-hmm. and yuki is like oh i want to make like memories with you over the summer or whatever yeah um, because I think yeah. there was some things that we had just read really recently, right before the beach arc, where she's like, it's going to be summer mm-hmm. soon. I just know it's summer. Remember we were yeah. talking about how it's like mm-hmm. so strongly <laughs> Yeah, at the end, it's like, yeah, at the end of, gonna be great. like the previous volume, I think, where she was like, oh, all of that about summer. So yeah, I'm not sure which, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which exact guys. conversation it comes from. Summer's so great. Mm-hmm. Summer's going to be so Cause awesome. Because they, they talk about summer coming for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Anyway, it could be, it could be a bunch of things, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, especially because so many of the things that happened in between this and, and and the rest of the summer stuff, like the beach arc, haven't happened yet, or have already been covered. Yeah. So we'll see. Oh, one thing that was kind of set up, of course, was like Kagura, they had their little discussion about Shisho being Kyo's, like his real father or whatever, mm-hmm. which is going to set up that hopefully they... I wonder if they'll cover any of that stuff in the next episode. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll, which would make sense. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they might, like, do that and then, like, maybe do some, like, setup for the next season and then, like, end with a it'll be summer soon kind of comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be summer soon. It's already summer. <laughs> yeah. They were already in the pool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like, I can't remember if it was from a later chapter. Didn't we see, like, a glimpse of, like, Kagura running away from, like, the... True form transformation. You mean as a little manga? kid? Yeah. In the manga or in the manga, because uh, I didn't see it in the anime. So. Oh, in the last episode of the anime, there was the scene where she, there in the grocery store, and she like, remembers when she was a little kid mm-hmm. and saw him transform, and then we saw that. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think we've gotten to any more detail about that point yet in the manga where we're at now. If that's mm-hmm. what you're asking. There is, like, more detail about that scene later, but we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I'm trying to remember, I thought we saw, like, a glimpse of it that wasn't very clear, like, what was going on, but, like, was Kagura running away or something? But I, I thought it was just her as a little kid looking scared. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have any other big spoilery things no. to say. <laughs> Mostly that. Mostly just those things, like, uh, the stuff with Cosmo's, Cosmo's grandfather and also, like... Kyo and Cosmo's relationship. So yeah, yeah. Okay, good. A short wrap up then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I didn't say thank you all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see what's going to be in the next episode because it'll surely be different from the from the original anime. Unless <laughs> they just reanimate the whole ending. How yeah. dare you? How dare you say <laughs> that in my mind? In the our collective unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I would just laugh and then just slam my computer and be like, there's no episode. <laughs> not doing another anime episode. <laughs> I feel like overall we've had a very positive view of the anime. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I see people give really like negative kind of opinions of it. But my only complaints are of <laughs> Toru, Kyo flinging Toru into the lake, essentially. Yeah. It's like, how dare? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, And even that I don't think was a bad choice, just not executed well. Yeah. Fling her lower into the lake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're up on a hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if they'd had her, like, go skidding around, skidding across that ground level and, like, landing at the edge of the water or something, that would have worked better. But Yeah. It's kind of what happened in the uh, original one. I mean, she wasn't mm-hmm. in the water, but he kind of, like, flung her around. Just like yeah. this time, how he kind of, like, uh, flung her on the ground. Like, that's mm-hmm. what happened, I think, in the other, in the original anime. Mm-hmm. And also Yuki was there, which, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> At least he wasn't there this time. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, good. Great discussion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Next time we're going to talk about the last episode of the of the anime for now. Mm-hmm. Until season two, I guess. Which will be exciting. I think we've gotten to the end of almost the end of everything that was animated the first time. Yep. So, yeah. It's going to be fun. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Gary introduces uh, Shisho to Kyo and explains that Kazuma is Kyo's martial arts master and taught Yuki and Kagura and Haru as well. Introduces Shisho to Toru. Hmm? You said he introduces Shisho to Kyo. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> it's like I think they know each other. <laughs> <laughs> Kyo, this is your master. How do you feel about him? <laughs>